Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. Three days old, five days old, one year old, they will heat up the image of this God. Moloch or whatever they called it. They had different names. Then they will put the baby on the hand of the God. And the fire, the heat, the baby is made of metal, you know, will, 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 will consume the baby. Alive! That was what they were offering up. To the gods of Canaan. And God said, This nonsense must stop. Then give them a 400 year trying to walk through conscience on the arts of, you know, God. You know, I've, I've, I've walked with him a little bit. I've discovered something about God. He's straightforward. Light in him, there's no darkness at all. By the time God does something, go and check the history. He has. He has done a lot of background work and everything. He didn't want to do that. Then you know what tells his people? Joshua. So when you come to the land, he said, don't copy what these Jebusites, Ammonites, Moabites, and all these people. He said, don't do what they did. He said, the reason why I drove them out of the land was because of their Witchcraft, homosexuality, and the sacrifice of their children to demons. He said, if you do it, what I did to them, I will do to you. History has proven God right. Go and read Manasseh, Jeroboam. The bad kings of Israel. The Bible says they passed their children through the fire. Same thing. And God will send prophets rising day and night. Day and night. Stop. Stop doing this. Otherwise, I will spew you out of the land. They didn't listen. Second Chronicles chapter 36 says, and it comes to the place where it could no longer be helped. So God sent the Babylonians. And allow them to come to you. That's what happened in history. So God was not partial to Israel. The same punishment that he gave to the heathen, he gave to his people Israel when they disobeyed him. That's what's happening today. They don't care about their children. They don't care. If you care about your children, will you put a, 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 a military base under a hospital? They don't care how many other people will die. And then the international press will carry some that Israel is doing this, Israel is doing that. Little Israel, 9 million people. Surrounded by millions of Arabs. I'm going to say one last thing on this Middle East thing. I didn't plan, it's not in my notes, but I know God wants me to say it. And it's because people don't think. And they don't 
they don't read the Bible and look at history. You know what happened? God told them, don't do this nonsense. If you do, I will deal with you. And he did. So, now, we have a situation in which Israel, God is trying to help them to prove God right. My growing up years were some of the best years in human history. I grew up with the evolution of the computer. You know, the computer was found in 1946. By the time I was born in 1959, by the time I was in school and I went to university, we already had computers in UI, even though they were card readers and everything. Our time was a great time. I was a young, I was in my teens and early 20s. I saw it with my own two eyes when God allowed Menekan Begin and Anwasadat to form a peace treaty between Egypt and Israel. They were arch enemies. Thrice they tried to destroy Israel. 1948, God delivered Israel. 1956, Nasser, through the Suez Canal, they tried to destroy it. It didn't work. 1967, the sixth day, you know. Then 1973, the Yom Kippur War. I lived through it all. Then Israel woke up with revelation. It is hard for thee to kick against the bricks. It is not profiting us fighting Israel. Let's make peace with them. And since then, time till now, God, they've kept the peace. Israel is not looking to kill anybody. They're not looking to fight. It's because some people have made up their mind that they will let us cut them off from being a nation. It's in Isaiah, it's in Psalm 83. Cut them off. People are looking at me funny. I know it's not part of my message, but I have to say it. I want you to have spiritual education. We're talking about Goshen. Amen. I don't want any of you to suffer the perils of the end time. Don't have the natural man's mentality. Psalm 83. Who is still on my side? Who is on Israel's side? Who is on God's side? They're all the same side. Olubi's side, Israel's side, God's side. <laughs> if you're not on our side, you're on the other side. Psalm 83. A washing woman. <laughs> Psalm 83. Thank you, Jesus. Good. Let's quickly, you know. Uh, let's read from verse 2. For law is prophetic about what is happening today. For law, thine enemies make a tumult. And they that hate thee have lifted up the head. They have, watch this, they have taken crafty counsel. Don't believe all this nonsense they say in the UN. Don't believe them. They, they, you know what they really want? Destruction of Israel. I don't care what they say on the surface. The, I think it was 1995. I still remember. What's the other guy who died? The PLO man. Yassir Arafat. Bill Clinton. Ehud Barak. 
was prime minister of Israel. He took them to Camp David. I can never forget. I don't know what's wrong with people. They, they, they had it. Barak put Jerusalem on the table for negotiation. He did. So they will have peace. Offered everything they had ever wanted. Yasser Arafat got up in the meeting. He said, we can't accept that. Then what else do you want? He said, if I go back and I tell my people, like that, they will kill me. And he's right. That's why the peace never came. That would have been the time to have done it. But I'm talking about Egypt and Jordan, and I'm going to close. Oh, Jesus. This education is very important. They have taken crafty counsel against thy people and consulted against thy hidden ones. Verse 4. They have said, come, let us cut them off for bring a nation that the name of Israel may no longer be in remembrance. That is the typical Arab mindset. Don't let anybody fool you. The people who have come to a realization that this is not going to work are Egypt and Jordan. And some of those who have now come to the Abraham Accord, like the UAE, they, they've, they've done it for years, since 1948. And they have come to see that you fight Israel, you fight God. And you're not going to win. So they find that it's better to make peace. But there are some who are stubborn. And that's what they want. And it's not going to happen. Not as long as there's a God in heaven. He is the God of Abraham. Of Isaac and of Jacob. One can Bible one in. One the Bible. <laughs> they have consulted together with one consent. They are confederate against thee. The tabernacles of Edom and the Ishmaelites, those were the Egyptians, Moab, the Hagarines, Gabal, Ammon. Amalek, the Philistines, the, 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 the inhabitants of Tyre. All, all this you, is all today. But some years ago, a few wise men, you know they killed Anwar Sadat? They assassinated him. Because he made peace with Israel. There are still people like that. Jordan, this King Hussein, his father, good man, said, make peace with Jesus. And they did. Do you know where Jordan is? Ammon, Edom. It's Jordan. Jordan. I'm going to tell you something that will surprise you. I'm going to end Goshen of Refuge. But this is very important. I don't know. I didn't plan. It's not my notes. But I, I know God, and I'm saying it into the air. Do you know that Edom and Ammon are a part of the land God gave to Abraham? And I'm, I want our other uh, Christian and fanatical Israeli brethren also to listen to me. Because we are also part of the problem. The parts of Ammon and Edom 
And if you go up, you know, all the places west of the Jordan, do you understand, are actually part of Israel's land. But Israel, for peace sake, has not said, Jordan has taken part of my land. Egypt has taken part of me. Tyre, Sidon is up there. That's where Lebanon is now. It's all part of the land God gave to Abraham. If we want to go to the original plan, everything to the west of the Jordan, to the east of the Jordan, north up to Euphrates, then down, if you go down to Bathsheba, to, to, to the Negev, that's all, it all belongs to Israel. But God has been kind. God has been kind. If you are a nation, if you are Egypt, if you are Jordan, and you say, I'll believe in peace with Israel, so you can have the land temporarily until I come. <laughs> How many know Jesus is coming back? <laughs> it's going to rain from Jerusalem. You know, his, one of his names is Son of David. I bet take He's come back. And he's very Jewish. You may not know, but you would know when he comes back. <laughs> very Jewish. But he loves all men. So the, so the Jordanians are allowed to exist. The Egyptians are allowed to exist. They don't, they don't fight Israel. Israel doesn't fight them. They exchange technology. Water. So many good things. But these ones who say, cut them out from being a nation. is one of two things. And I close. Either you make peace with Israel or you're destroyed. Selah. So, either you accept the existence of Israel and agree to live in peace with her. Or the same God. Who dealt with the Jebusites. And the Ammonites. Would deal with you. And he doesn't want to. I want to show you God's good side. He doesn't. I mean, Jordan is there. God's not fighting Jordan. Because they have decided not to destroy Israel. They used to. God is not fighting Egypt. Because they've decided to live in peace with Israel. Any Arab who makes up their mind that they will live in peace with Israel, God will let them be. But anybody who says, who will see the other side, and God does have another side. I got to close. Stand to your feet. Put, the, put the, this thing on the screen now. How do you enter a Goshen of Egypt? Pastor G. No, 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 no. This is room for Jesus. This is not David, I gave it to you. You know. Uh, how do you enter a Goshen of Egypt? Sorry, a Goshen of <laughs> a Goshen of refuge. Now turn to your neighbor and stay there. Ole Wale Kujadi. I said, I said it in our language. I'll say it in English. You can enter and come out. Remember that thing we read in Exodus? God told them, the people of the Egyptians who feared God, they took them. If any Israeli had left their thing outside, the same thing would have happened to them. 
Yes, there was protection in Goshen, but it was conditional upon staying in Goshen. You can't take a trip like she may out of Goshen because you want to go and trade. Go and bring your donkey. These are the things. You enter and stay in Goshen. We're going to send this out by WhatsApp in a minute. Cultivated an attitude of the fear of God. And I put for non-Christians. See, the, Christian does, the non-Christian does not know how to grow. He doesn't know how to pray in tongues. He doesn't know all of that. All God requires from him is our attitude. And how fear of God, he'll be protected from what is coming out of the church. Have you noticed how the disasters in the world and all the terror perils seem to be selective? Have you noticed? You fear in a place, do you know, so many people die, but then there will be so many people who are saved. There will be so many people who are protected. Did it just happen? No. God is ruling in the affairs of men and he's watching the hearts of men. Even people are not, not like those servants of, of uh, Pharaoh. They can enjoy the benefits of Goshen. Number two, practice of instructions. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 33. The Bible says, quickly put it on the, take this off temporarily and put Proverbs 15, 33. It's one of the, we're still going to do it because I'm doing the book of Proverbs at the moment. But it is so important, this scripture. This scripture. Everybody read it out loud. The fear of the Lord is the what? And before honor is, but the one I want to concentrate on. Everybody said, the fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom. Say it again. Say it again. Say it one more time. It's a deep scripture. If you don't obey instruction, it's because you don't fear God. The attitude of the fear of God in the heart produces the action of obeying instruction. If you truly fear and reverence God, you will obey his instruction. If you respect God, you will obey his instruction. If you don't obey his instruction, you don't fear him. I don't care what you say with your mouth. Exactly. Actions speak louder than words. It's the instruction. And God has not asked you to do some great thing. He said, oh man. Oh man. What God has God asked you to do? He said, he has shown you what to do. Fear God. And walk humbly before thy God. These commandments are not grievous. His yoke is easy, his body is light. Speak, put his word in thy heart. What is my mouth and thy heart? And, you know, that thou mayest do it. Pray in the spirit. Go lay. He didn't ask you to go to the mountain like the devil. He didn't ask you to fight, go across seven rivers and, and go and kick crocodile. <laughs> and they bring uh, different chicken. One is white, one is red, one the other. The stupid things the devil asks his people to do. Yes, in Godon Shepherd around here. Yeah. I remember somebody telling me a story of somebody. I'm not going to mention the person's name. It's a true story. 
a particular person, you know, they were driving from somewhere in the middle of the night. And the headlight went on and he saw this person. True story. Carrying calabash. Totally naked. In the middle of the night. Because that's what the witch doctor told them to do to get power. Our God does not deal in such stupid fetish things. His own is simple. The word is nighty. In thy mouth and in thy heart that thou mayest do. You can pray and groan in the comfort of your bedroom with the carpet and something. You don't have to go to Rita Mary. You know, and put some incantation and ebo and put it on you and put it. That's what the devil's people do. Our God is a give him another clap offering. A good God. Wash a dada siwa. Simple things that a child can do. If you obey his instructions, prayer and all of that, you've been Goshen. You don't have to be perfect, perfect, but you know, you're under covering and you're fine. Number three, go back to the go back to the uh, Man, the, the steps. What to do. How to stay in Goshen. Thank you. Number three, giving to those who teach the word of God. So you reap eternal life. From the entire, that will give protection from the entire, is in Galatians chapter five, six. I know prosperity people have twisted it up and down, but it's the truth. It says, let him that is taught in the word. Now, you can take this off. We're going to give everybody this. I'm going to send it to the pastors after the after the service. So everybody will have and they will, all the groups, you know, WhatsApp group. And we'll also put it on our status. So even if you're not in this church, you can see it but, uh, on WhatsApp. Now, go, go to the scripture. Thank you. Go to that scripture. It's Galatians chapter 6. I might want to get to Goshen. I want to stay in Goshen. No, I Jack Goshen. Galatians chapter 6. Verses 6 and 7. It says, aha. Uh-huh. Yes. Let him that is taught in the word. How many people are being taught in the word? Communicate. <laughs> Unto him that teacher now communicate. Money, money, money. Give this to me in the Amplified Bible. Let him who receives instruction. How many people have received instruction here this afternoon? You're going to 2024 in Goshen. And don't get out of it. The parents, the world, it will be happening around you. A thousand will fall at thy right hand. Ten thousand at your left hand, but it will not come now you because you are in Goshen. Let him who receives instruction in the word of God share some good things. TJ <laughs> with his teacher contributed to his support. Pastor Bigger, extremely clear. 
That's why it's amplified. Verse 7. Do not be deceived and deluded and misled. God will not allow himself to be sneered at. Disdained or mocked by mere pretensions or professions or by his precepts being set aside. He inevitably deludes himself who attempts to delude God. For whatsoever a man sows, and, and that and that only is what he will reap. Verse eight. He who sows to his own flesh, the lower the money he should give in tithes and offering that he should give to the people who are teaching him the word of God, he uses it to buy a new car. That's how you sow to the flesh. You sow to what you like instead of giving to the church. To those who are instructing you in the way of life. And it's not just Olubi Johnson, anybody. You know. Will from the flesh reap decay and ruin and destruction. Not your portion in Jesus' name. But he who sows to the spirit will from the spirit leave. What? And what will that do? It will save you from the perils. These are the three things. The same things for staying under coverage. 2024 is going to be a great year. There will be more perils in the world. There will be more earthquakes, pestilences, disasters. All those things will happen. But you will be safe. Fear God. Attitude. Obey instruction. Give to those who instruct you in the word of God. You'll be fine. It will be happening around you. Goshen is not a geographical area. It's a spiritual region <coughs> of protection. The plagues of the world are not going to get um, better. They're going to increase because iniquity is abounding. Men are waxing worse and worse. One of the brethren just went on holiday to see his family in the U.S. Then he went to see one of his brothers in Canada. So he called me. So we were talking. Ah, he said, Pastor, hmm, only Canada is worse <laughs> than even U.S. And it's true. Ha! Ah! Delibra. You can marry a cat. Ah, yes. Only fair jat above Aja, aja. I said in Yoruba, so I get you. You can marry a dog. Or a horse. Whichever one you like. It's a, it's a free world, man. It's free. The, the level of perversion is reaching levels that are unprecedented. You talk too much your children will be taken away from you. Can't do anything. So when your child is 13, he's a teenager, has a mind of his own. So I don't think I'm a girl. I think I'm a boy. 
I don't think I'm a boy. I think I'm a girl. They can go to the government. They'll put them in government facility with government money without your permission. You can't talk too much. And if you talk too much, the child will divorce you. And they will do a sex change operation on the child and change him from boy to girl or girl to boy, whatever it is that they want. Transgender. Totally demonic. I say without apologies. Say, ah, Pastor they were no, I'm, I'm Nigerian. <laughs> Thank God for Nigeria. Or you actually pay me. Hello, It's happening. It's happening. How can you explain that? It's totally demonic. It's these wicked spirits, the powers of the heavens, that are putting these thoughts into the minds of people. A 13, 14 year old boy. What does a 14 year old boy know? He wants to become a boy, he wants to become a girl. Then the government will pay the money to give him sex change operation. And you, the parent, cannot talk. You talk too much, they take the child from you. How many ones have been negotiating? <laughs> Let us pray. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.